listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L Boogie. It's just me and Bug tonight. Every once in a while we have those kinds of nights and actually it's kind of nice. Really, for just me and Bug, we're just chilling up over here. You know, it's been busy lately. It feels like we're just always running between work and family and doing the podcast and everything else that we got going on, man. Sometimes it's like, ooh, let's just take a minute and chill. For real. This weekend, we had um, we had Ellie's birthday. Nana's baby turned two. Went to the park. She got a little pink Mercedes. This baby is, oh my gosh, she is so funny. I wish you guys could see her driving around in her little hot pink Mercedes. It is the cutest thing. And she's so loved. She got some nice gifts and stuff. But we had a good time. But at the end of the night, I was like, whew. Yeah, it's time for Nana to drink this wine. Kick back. Not that that's really that much different than any other night, but... You know, like we've been running so much that me and Terrell ran into Target on the way to the party at the park to pick up her gift. And I'm usually better than that. Like, I usually already have it all. But I'm just like, man, oh, we got to get the baby's gift. So we went in there. And you know me, the first thing I spotted was some wine in there because... and, and yeah, I got wine from Target. Don't judge me. I saw some... I didn't realize at the time, though, that it was a brand exclusive to Target. It's called California Roots. It was a little cheapy wine, but I wanted to try it. So Terrell grabbed a bottle and I grabbed a bottle. And that's what I'm drinking right now, the Cabernet. I mean, it's it's okay. I'm not going to say that it's bad, but... Honestly, if I were to pick it up again, I'd probably make a sangria or something out of it because uh, it was, you know, it, it'll get the job done. Let's just put it that way. So I'm not even going to like sit up here and give my review or nothing on it. I'll just say that it is drinkable, but it's not, you know, one of my one of my top wines or, or go to's or anything like that. So anyways. I just ran across, um, you know, there's a, we're, we're Sacramento, California, just to remind everybody. And uh, there's some restaurants downtown we used to go to like a long time ago. We haven't been in so long. The, the Peregary's, Peregary's Restaurant Group. And they have uh, Cafe Bernardo and Monkey Bar. They closed at the beginning of this month because the Peregary Group is getting ready to open up a hotel. So I was like, wow, okay, I didn't know they were getting ready to do all of that. I guess it's going to be one of their their biggest things that they do. But they have a whole bunch of restaurants. They have a lot. When we used to go to, when I used to work downtown and and when we lived like in the pocket, which was closer to hop on that I-5 and get downtown, we used to go down to a lot of different spots down there we don't so much anymore just because we're we're further away and honestly we don't even be going <laughs> like that like we used to but um yeah Peregary's group they they have Centro Esquire Grill still have two Cafe Bernardo's R15 Berkeley Bar and Wiki Bar and I remember back in the day we used to go to Monkey Bar didn't Crafty Man spin there for for a time yeah, Crafty Man. Shout out to Crafty Man. He used to spin at Monkey Bar for a little while. And, and you you were up there with him a few times, too, I remember. There was a bartender up there at the, at, at the time, though. It was an asshole. <laughs> remember that time we went on your birthday? <laughs> we were bar hopping uh, on DJ L Boogie's birthday. 
one year and we stopped by the monkey bar and they let us in I, I guess they didn't check our IDs for whatever reason maybe it was still early in the night I don't know but it's a bar I don't know why somebody was slipping so anyways we had already come from um where did we come from Makuni Makuni so we came from Makuni was getting sushi there went to monkey bar Boog wants to get a glass of water at the bar and then the bartender asked for his ID. <laughs> Boog got so mad. We ended up leaving because Boog was like, for water, man, for real, for water, you going to ask me for my ID for a glass of water? And I, I'm assuming that the bartender knew that our IDs weren't checked coming in the door, but he didn't say that because they both was giving off asshole vibes to each other. It was like, fuck it, well, fuck it, fuck it. And I was like, okay, let's go to the next spot. We sure did roll up out of there because we didn't want no problems. It was supposed to be a happy time, birthday time. We were sitting here about to rumble with the bartender for carding them for water. <laughs> That was heck of funny. I remember that. But yeah, so they're getting ready to open up a hotel. There's all kinds. Of, there's so many restaurants in Sacramento now. The Farm to Fork, capital of California. There's always somewhere to go eat. Always. Yeah, so, but April 1st was, was the last day of business for that particular location, Cafe Bernardo and Monkey Bar at capital and, and 28th street so yeah that's what's going on with that dun, dun, dun. we were listening to boot up that's what we came into was boot up boot up boot up boot up that is what's her name ella may and uh that video just came out She's an artist that signed to DJ Mustard. I actually just ran across her, uh, but she's been she's been out there in the scene, I guess, since 2014. Yeah, but that's a dope little joint right there, and I figured that it was fitting because me and Boogie are are boot up, boot up, boot up tonight. So, yeah, it worked. You know what else I ran across? I was reading. So, you know, about, um, I want to say it was about a month ago, we talked about Rick Ross and how he was uh, in the hospital. Well, apparently, um, this last weekend, he performed in, in New York, and he had had seizures, like, right before that show. So, um, it says that his show was delayed for an hour due to seizures and trouble breathing backstage. And uh, his team had to get his uh, masseuse to massage him for an hour and relax his body. So, yeah, the health scare comes a month after uh, he was hospitalized for four days in the cardiac unit in March after being found unresponsive in his home. So uh, they, they don't know the cause of his seizures. Yeah. But uh, he says that he's feeling okay right now. So, uh, yeah, take care of yourself. Mr. Rick Rouse, take care of yourself, brothers and sisters. We we need to, cause sometimes we go hard with the kicking it, and we need to make sure that that balance is there as well. Whether it is, um, we we talked about it before. We haven't talked about it um, lately, but just getting some good meals and green veggies and stuff in there. It's funny, cause if you look at at El Boogie's um, page, like on Facebook. You'll see a few different things that stand out. You'll see like some cars, some dope cars that he'll share. And you'll see like recipes and stuff. And a lot of them are lots of fruits and vegetables. And I look at it and I'll be like, dang, 
let me make sure that I get get on that because it's like a reminder for me and for us in our family and household to to do better like I think it's it's time for a detox soon because I don't know I've been feeling maybe it's just coming out of the cool months and the stuff that we've been been eating and doing and stuff but I'm feeling kind of you know you ever have this kind of groggy feeling a little bit you know maybe maybe it's not even just your body but your your mind your brain it's a little groggy and you need to clear it up so um I, I think that it's time to detox for real and just like oh not drink any alcohol for <laughs> however long that detox you know I have done this before so I don't know why I'm even like sounding like that it's the first few days are the hardest but um I've done it a couple times and I felt so good coming out of it. Actually, I remember once um, when I was doing a South Beach diet, but actually the the beginning of that is, is kind of a detox because it's like no sugar whatsoever, no candy, no junk. There, there's a lot of things that you can't have for like that first two weeks. And once I got past, I want to say the first three days, I was like, okay. This really isn't that bad. It was a lot of veggies. You could still have meat if you're a meat eater. Um, there really was no white foods, no pastas, rice, flour. You guys know. You probably heard that, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, lose the gut, get healthier, whatever it is. There's a lot of those things that we're supposed to eat in moderation anyways, but um, tend to be like things that you crave a lot if you know, if you're anything like me. So I have to be conscious about um, really like pulling that back because man, I felt so good. Let, let me tell you. And I remember this clearly when I started cutting out a lot of things and really cut back on sugar because I'm around sugar so much. Um, but to just like cut it out, I'm telling you when you pick up that first piece of fruit or whatever after not having sugar like try it for two weeks no sugar for two weeks like you down for the challenge I think I'm gonna really throw a challenge out there because they say if you go public with your goals and with your plans and stuff then it makes you more likely to stick to it so um so I'm gonna throw out a, a challenge I'll, I'll let y'all know what day we're gonna start we ain't gonna start like tomorrow or nothing but I'm gonna let you know in a future podcast when we're gonna start and whoever's down with, with the challenge but Anyways, if you don't eat any sugar, don't consume any sugar, not in your drinks, no candy, no cakes, no, no, none of it, nothing. And then after that two week period, you pick up a piece of fruit, like an orange or a strawberry or something. It's going to taste so much different to you because I was like, what in the heck is going on? Is this just really good fruit? Or were my taste buds just really, really, really messed up off of all the sugar that I was eating? And it's really, it's really that, that the appreciation for the natural sugars and everything in, in fruits will come back but to what it's supposed to be. Because man, like I, there's sugar in so many things. Like if you read labels, you'd be like, what? There's sugar in this too? Like, yeah, that's how it tastes good. And that's how you keep on buying it. That's how you're addicted to it. It's sugar. Sugar is in so much stuff, like probably in your favorite pasta sauce. I was reading labels on pasta sauce and was like, now why? Why, Prego? Why? Ragu? Why um, all of y'all classico? Why y'all put sugar in this? Because really, the way Italians used to do it back in the day, 
were fresh vine ripened tomatoes that had a natural sweetness and they cooked that down they didn't add sugar to their sauces but all of this stuff that we buy in the stores lots of added sugars so anyways <laughs> I went off on a little sugar tangent because I know that that's one of my weaknesses and I have to keep it under control so um, I'm gonna put it out there though the the, the no sugar challenge when when I say okay that this is it it's time and see who's down with me and then we're gonna see what kind of progress we can make so yeah yay that's what we're gonna do and you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L. She walked in the court, her knees buckled, saying for a man to survive, you need hustle. Seen and been through struggle a whole life, made the transition from being his hoe to his wife. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L. Boogie. So one of the rape lawsuits against Russell Simmons has been dropped. I was just reading about this today. An aspiring filmmaker who sued Simmons in January um, was alleging sexual assault and she dropped the charges. Um, So it was a $5 million lawsuit against the media mogul in January that she had filed, alleging he raped her in 2016 after inviting her to his home to discuss a documentary film project. So um, she dropped it. I don't know why she did, but um, that, that's good. I mean, like, I don't know if I, I don't know everything behind it, but she dropped it. So that's a good thing. He is still facing a, a $10 million suit from an anonymous woman who claims that he raped her and threatened her son. And, and Russell Simmons has gone on record saying that the allegations are vile and that the lawsuit is an, it's an extortion attempt. He also argues that the alleged incident occurred in the late 1980s and the woman's lawsuit is uh, barred by the statute of limitations. And uh, Russell says that that he he would never hurt anyone and reps for him have not released a statement. So we'll continue to follow that one and uh, see what's going on with Russell Simmons. So I also uh, was reading, which is something that I had just been thinking as well, Gail King, Oprah's BFF, she warns of the, the Me Too backlash and how there has to be due process for all involved. And uh, she goes on to say, I worry sometimes that women make an accusation and men instantly get the death penalty is what the CBS This Morning host said during a panel discussion in Beverly Hills on the topic. And uh, she says that there has to be due process for all involved and that she's worried about the backlash of the hashtag MeToo movement. And she was joined by uh, United Talent Agency CEO Jeremy Zimmer, filmmaker Tyler Perry, and Tim Armstrong, who's the CEO of Oath, which is Verizon's digital content uh, business that houses AOL, Yahoo, and other brands. And she said that she often hears men complain that they're confused about how they can and cannot behave in the era of MeToo. And uh, that turns a spotlight on men who abuse women in the workplace. And they're kind of like, what can we say 
and what what shouldn't we say? And Gail says, listen, if it's not something you can say in front of your wife or girlfriend or sister or your mama, it's probably not a good idea. And then she got more specific and she said, look, it's probably not a good idea to have a meeting, take out your penis and, and then think that's a good opening line. She says, and, and laughter, Gail, you crazy. Um, and she says, is it wrong to give a woman a compliment? No, it's not. And uh, it, it's about the intention, basically. So, apart from Me Too and diversity, Tyler Perry says, um, said culture at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta begins each day with a prayer, and he acknowledged many other businesses in Hollywood wouldn't allow such a thing, and he noted that prayers are not mandatory, and that he's always impressed with the large number of employees who show up for them. And um, then Gail King asks Zimmer what he considers a deal breaker when he meets a potential new hire. He says it's somebody who shows up in my office for an interview just looking like a bum. I know that's really old fashioned, but um, he said, I'm sure I missed out on the next Mark Zuckerberg because of that. And then King, she, she started going off with some other things. She asked Tyler Perry how long he'd continue making movies about Medea. And he said, Tyler Perry said, as long as people want to see her, she'll be around. But the minute they stop coming, I'm killing that bitch. <laughs> uh, a lot of people complain about Medea. I still kind of get a kick out of Medea. You can't watch Medea all the time because you probably will get worn out on her. But, you know, Medea is cool. I still watch a little bit of Medea. But I'm um, still on the, the Me Too movement, though. Um, Amber Rose criticized the Me Too movement. And, uh, but the reason why is because she thinks that, um, that it's about rich white women and that they're not including women of color. And she said that the Me Too movement was started from a, by a woman of color 10 years ago. And I did not know that. I didn't know that at all. So she's basically like, yeah, include everyone. She's not saying that like one or the other should, you know, um, get to to receive the justice that they are due. But she's like, let it be about all women. I didn't really feel that from the Me Too movement that it was about rich white women, but um, she's saying that they're they're not including women of of color. So, okay, Amber, Amber Rose has hair now. But I think I like Amber Rose bald better. She has this long, like, blonde, I don't know, like, if it's a wig or something, whatever it is. But I like her bald for some reason. I've seen her like that for so long. <laughs> so, anyways, you are listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl, Ann Carter. Just me and Ann Carter. Just and, me and Ann Carter. Just Ann Carter and El Boogie. This evening, just me and you. Ooh, baby. We don't need nobody else. Can you believe it's the end of April already? It is the end of April. May is right here. Warm weather is coming. Barbecues and chilling out on the patio and stuff is coming. I always look forward to this time of year until like... Mm, July hits mid-July and it be so hot I can't take it and we're getting our air conditioner fixed pretty soon too like uh, Sacramento California summer without air conditioning is brutal like it's not cool when you hitting them 110 degree days and you don't swim like me everybody else in the house does 
you know, I, I don't feel bad. Shoot, a lot of black people don't swim, so don't don't judge me. Whatever, I stick my feet in. I I get into my calves. As long as I have me an icy cold, like what sangria, margarita, that's what we be having around that time. I'll be cool. It is all right. But yeah, we got to get this air conditioner fixed though, so we can be in here chilling and not not burning and baking. Woo, Sacramento, California. It'd be hot. <laughs> and you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L Boogie. I guess you knew it blew a good thing, baby. Bye, baby. I guess you know why I walked away. When we walked to the altar, that was an awesome day. Did counseling, couldn't force me to stay. Something happened when you say I do, we go astray. Why did we mess it up? We was friends, we had it all. Reason you don't trust men, that was your daddy's fault. He in the grave, let it go, he no longer living. Said you caught him cheating with mom. Another women, they gotta do with us. Here's the keys to the newest truck. Burking bags, we burning cash. Now, baby, do it up. No matter who you f- that was before me. Wanted you as my shorty since I saw you screaming. Hate you so much right now. Should've saw the meaning. Angry black women. Actions of a demon. I'm leaving. I guess you knew. And you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. So on the last episode on 22, by the way, we're on episode number 23. I don't think I said that in the beginning. This is episode number 23. Um, on the last episode uh, with my boy, Brother Jay, we were, that was our first time hearing about the um, Khalees and Nas situation and her talking about, you know, the, the abuse during their marriage. We were watching that interview. And uh, since then, I have seen other brothers either saying, uh, I need to hear Nas's side of the story or just like flat out like she's lying. She's making it up. And I, too, am, like I'm waiting to hear what Nas has to say about it. I want to hear what he hasn't said anything yet. Um, but, yeah, I just I find it interesting. And, and maybe I, I, I don't know. I, maybe listeners. I don't know. I know that that. From the stats, the majority of listeners that we have on the Lounge Talk podcast are men, but we do have women listeners too. And I'm interested in in how how you guys um, feel about this situation because I think that there's a lot of guys that you know love Nas, which I'm a Nas fan too. Like, don't get it twisted, I'm a Nas fan, but I really can't just sit here and say that this woman is making this stuff up because there's a custody battle going on right now and like I just want to remind y'all man a lot of the time why women stay quiet is because of this reason everybody always say you lying you lying that didn't happen you lying or why you saying that oh you lying now all of a sudden why didn't you say that years ago and and this and that and that it doesn't matter if you say it right after it happened or nine years later. Somebody's going to say you lying. And then you're going to have to go through all of this extra. I, I just I, I tend to believe what she's saying, but I do want to hear what Nas has to say as well. You know, but man, we got to really stop giving people these passes and saying that just like because we love them and their art and their music or whatever it is that they've brought to us that we've grown up loving. <laughs> We need to stop just just believing that that they can't make mistakes, that they're not human, that they're not flawed. Because uh, fact of the matter is, most people are flawed. 
to different degrees, you know, and and I'm going to wait until probably the next episode, but I wanted to talk a little bit about R. Kelly, too, because I want to call myself out on, on that one because um, I love R. Kelly music and still listen to R. Kelly music, and I'm just like, if... If I was Charlemagne, I would give Ann Carter the donkey today <laughs> because I'm really struggling with the fact that, like, knowing some of these things about him. But then I give him pass. So, like, does that make me, um, am I contradicting myself is what I'm saying. I think that it's important to have this dialogue um, with one another because, um, you know, think about if it was your daughter that, that this that some of these things happen to whether it's abuse or um, being manipulated like at a young age to go and do some things that some grown things that you probably shouldn't be doing yet and do we make excuses and say well you chose that you went and did that you knew what you was getting into I think that we do that like a, a lot like too much so I just want to talk about it I just want um, you guys to think about it do we do we give people a pass or are we sometimes too quick to judge? I don't know. I just I just want to talk about it. I, I want to get a fourth microphone, too. And I want to get who who, who what ladies out there do I got that's listening to the podcast that's in Sacramento that would want to come and, and sit down with us? Because sometimes I feel like I need uh, another female perspective. Not that I can't hold my own with these brothers, because I m- most definitely do. But I would like another female perspective. And I'm just kind of seeking somebody else to sit in on on a show and and not be afraid of this microphone just just act like you just sitting here talking girl just act like there ain't no mic in front of you like if it's something that you're not used to doing because we're just having conversation up here in the lounge in our little comfy garage where most of the time we have drinks and probably some appetizers too and it's real chill so we can just sit and talk about it because there's some things that i think that we really all need to unpack as far as how we um how how we judge each other or how we are so just quick to make a call on something or how we let things just how we kind of just bypass some shit that that we shouldn't and uh and I, that that's just the beginning of our healing and, and we got to think about the young ones too we really do so yeah so and then y'all ladies they want to come and sit in on the podcast because like this lounge talk podcast even though like i host it and carter pretty much all of the the co-hosts up until now with the exception of danky e shout out to my girl danky e pretty much have had all guys you know and and sometimes they can tend to think similarly Sometimes not. I've heard a few times where they're like, nah, you know, this and that, that wouldn't cool. But for the most part, you know, I mean, it's all this testosterone and stuff. And I just feel like, ah, is there, is there another woman? Can I get some, can I get some estrogen in here? Cause I just like, ugh, ah. I just, I, I, I would like that some, some other female energy sometimes would be wonderful is all i'm saying but yeah just think about those those things you know because like shoot nas yeah people don't want to believe it but i i i just i kind of i i believe khalees i'm just saying i i believe her and we'll talk about more of that as that continues to unfold on the lounge talk podcast episode number 23 
Here we are. I think by the summertime, we're going to have a nice little pack, little stack of podcasts for people to binge on or, or whatever you want to do. Like a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine and coworkers and stuff are telling me that like they really are listening to the entire like series. And I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you for that. Because, you know, we're just sitting out here talking and putting our thoughts and and stuff out there and playing music that we like. We talk about food that we enjoy, drinks that we enjoy, things that are going on, current events and and whatnot. And you guys are are tuned into us. Sometimes we goofy, like oftentimes we goofy in a motherfucker, too. You know, but that's just us. That's just me being myself. And um, and I'm glad that you guys dig it and continue to, to tune in. You know, I ask people like when you listen, if you're just, you know, finding out about the Lounge Talk podcast, do you go to episode number one and go all the way through or how do you do it? Because I know how I, what type of listener I am. I kind of like look through titles and look through um, the descriptions and whatever's grabbing me the most at the time or maybe if I'm checking out something on iTunes if you scroll down to the bottom it'll show you the best of the podcast and the top two episodes at the time the, the ones that have the most listens and I might check those out um, but there's listeners of all different types I mean there's some that are listening to it from episode number one and there's others that are like you know I listened to your most recent ones and then it made me want to go back to the beginning so I think that that's pretty dope you know because shit we just we just do all we do pretty much so I appreciate you for tuning in and continuing to tune in and if you are on Instagram please go over to the lounge radio on Instagram and follow the lounge radio and you can follow me at Mrs. Ann Carter on Instagram and also on Twitter. I've been on Twitter more lately. Find out all kinds of things on there. That's how you see like Kanye and what he's talking about. But I'm going to stop paying attention to that um, pretty soon here like yesterday. Because <laughs> Kanye is Kanye. <laughs> I didn't even listen to them last two songs that I saw. No, I take that back. I listened to one. And then it made me not listen to the other one. He had these two songs that just dropped. And there was one of them where he was like talking to Ebro. He's like, man, I got some bars for you, Ebro. I got something for you, Ebro. And so I clicked play on this thing. And this fool, like, but I didn't tell you about this. This fool, Kanye, is so ridiculous. On the song, he was going, scoopity poopity poop. Poopity scoopity doop. Scoopity poopity poop. Scoopity poopity. <laughs> so I was like, fuck you, Kanye. I just, you got me wasting my time. You are, yeah, okay. Trolling at its finest. He knows what he's doing. And I didn't listen to the other one, but T.I. is on it. I guess it's called Yay versus the People. And T.I. like is representing the people, but I didn't even listen to it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, you are listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ L. Boogie, a.k.a. Magic Fingers and a.k.a. L.C. Greenwood. He got a few different aliases. <laughs> Boogie Down. Boogie Down. Yay, yay. L. Boogie. He's El Boogie. Yeah, yeah.
Couch Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. Okay, so I have a correction from the last podcast episode, number 22. <laughs> so apparently our research department needs to be a little bit more on top of it because Brother Jay came with the Rihanna information. Yeah, so turns out that was a lookalike. I went back and like, because something was just like, no, man, I don't see how we wouldn't known about that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that means you're going to have to go back to the last podcast and listen to it. Anyways, in regards to Rihanna and what Brother Jay had showed us, that was a lookalike by the name of Lavish Styles. So I just wanted to put that correction out there, as you will hear me do, if need be. I'll never just kind of bypass and be like, oh, oops, well, I'll always go back, especially if you are following, you're a loyal listener. I feel like that I need to do my due diligence and let you know that we were wrong. So now seeking... Um, <laughs> Now seeking uh, team members for the research department because Brother Jay is, is um, you know, he can't multitask that good, apparently, if he's going to be on the show and he's a host, a co-host, and he cannot be a part of the research department at the same time. I know I should have verified that before I just took his word for it, but uh, shoot, oh girl did look like oh girl looked just like Rihanna. I was just like, oh my God, how did we not know about this? And I was really tripping because, like, the video was remixed with, like, these pieces of her and getting it in with this guy and then this old Rihanna video. And I was like, um, how is she not getting in trouble for copyright infringement and all the, all the shit? So, anyways, go back to episode number 22 if you're completely lost right now as to what I'm talking about. And then it all makes sense. Anyways, so... My girl Issa Rae, I love Issa Rae. Insecure Issa Rae is one of them like women that I feel like would be like my my homie. Like she just seems hella cool. Like if I met her, I'd be like, oh my gosh, can I just cook for you and get you some wine? And it's just like you you are just like you're the best. Because I never really seen a character like her before. Um, you know, Insecure, and I'm, I cannot wait for season three of Insecure to come back. But anyways, I'm thinking about Issa Rae right now because she has a book, and this book came out like three years ago. But um, today, people are upset about it because in the book, apparently, she said black women should marry Asian men. So now she's getting all this backlash for saying that which I don't really understand why she'd get backlash for that but maybe um, people need to understand really why she said that so I'm gonna read a little bit to you actress Issa Rae drew backlash today for three-year-old comments she made about why educated black women should exclusively date (laughs) exclusively date and marry Asian men and she expressed the sentiment in an excerpt from her 2015 memoir The Misadventures of Awkward Black if you've been following Issa Rae or like me, you discovered her and then you wanted to go back and, and, and find out, you know, what else she had going on, then you would know that on YouTube, she had this show called The Misadventures of, um, what was it, The Awkward Black Girl, something to that effect. So, anyway, she says, This is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation. 
And then she said, educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. I'm talking Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, etc. It made me think about my niece because recently she was dating an uh, Asian. <laughs> and I mean, but hey, she's just, you know, her and my daughter, they have dated different Races ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong but people are just like why would you say exclusively and she said um so added race so black women after college maybe it's a good idea to settle in los angeles or anywhere else where koreatown is a hot spot <laughs> and uh, and then she she questioned why women wouldn't want to marry and reproduce with men who are classified as intelligent and hard workers and she suggested that asian men were frequently emasculated in the media so today social media users were outraged um, and the criticism resulted in some people calling for a boycott against the Golden Globe nominee via Twitter, while others stood by the actress. I stand by her. You guys are really taking it too far. And Ray has discussed black women in the dating world before and was asked about that particular excerpt by the nightly show, Larry uh, Wilmore, in 2015. This is three years ago. And she shared her own dating experiences as a black woman who graduated from Stanford. Stanford University with a degree in African and African American studies. And she debated uh, whether to attend business school or law school before rising to prominence on HBO's Insecure. And she says that black women and Asian men are at the bottom of the dating totem pole. And she said, <laughs> she's so silly. She said, go to match.com or anywhere and you'll see the least chosen is Rayquanda and Lee. So that's the reason why she said what she said. And she's speaking from her own college experience. And she said that her girlfriends and herself would find the pool of guys was so limited. And they knew they were a catch and they knew they were educated. And they weren't in jail and didn't have kids. She's talking about the, the men. And so they're like, we have options. And so that made it, um, she said, unappealing and felt isolated so that's why she said what she said y'all better leave my girl Issa Rae alone you know um, y'all if you have not watched the show Insecure you guys need to watch that show get um, get HBO and pay for it just long enough or actually get that 30 day free trial of HBO now you can put it on your phone all your devices or whatever and get it just long enough to binge watch Insecure and then cut that shit off that's what I do. That's what I did. Actually, I had it throughout the second season, and I watched it, and as soon as that season was over, I cut that shit off. And I will be cutting it back on as soon as Insecure comes back in the summer because the summertime shows come back. That's also when I will get stars back to watch Power, and as soon as the season of Power is over, I'm going to turn that star shit off too because it's the only reason why I watch those channels. And a lot of people do the same thing. So, shit, I don't feel bad. Whatever. I'm paying for what I want to see. Because I cut cable off. Me and Book cut cable off a long time ago. Probably like, what, three years ago, Book? At least three. Probably going on four years ago. Haven't missed it. So, if you guys are trying to cut back y'all bill, I'm going to tell you. All you need is the internet. That's all you need. Pay for internet. And then you could. You probably already have Netflix. 
maybe you have Hulu. We have these things, and we also have Sling TV. If you hadn't haven't heard of Sling, uh, check out Sling TV because you can get like whatever cable channels that you want in certain packages, the ones that you know you want to watch, and it might be like twenty twenty five bucks. So you good. You pay for that. And if you want your Netflix and your Hulu or one of the other, you pay for that and your Internet and you good to go. And if you like me, you get like an Internet package and get a deal. And as soon as that six months or a year is up, you call them and tell them that you can ready to switch to um, from Comcast to AT&T unless they have another deal and then they'll find you a deal. <laughs> So you winning because I know she when we had we had cable and weren't watching like a, most of those channels we weren't watching probably seventy five percent of the channels and that bill between that and the internet was like one eighty close to two hundred dollars and it's not worth it so do yourself a favor and cut all of that back and just watch what you want to watch not to mention you can find a heck of stuff on youtube i find myself watching a lot of youtube things too so yeah you don't need cable if you're still trying to cut the cord just cut it you will not miss it i ain't missed cable a day since and it was funny too because when i was like and i'll never forget this when i was telling this lady like yeah i'm I'm, I'm gonna cut this off she was trying to talk me out of it in her own little way that i'm sure that they you know they they have them do that's a part of their training because they don't want to lose money so it's a part of their job to try to talk you into not getting rid of your service and i was i had already decided so everything she said i was shutting it down i was like no no i'm good no, I'm good. To where I almost started getting irritated, but then I had to tell her, like, I know this is your job, but let me tell you right now, Sarah, I already made the decision. I'm saving money. I already know exactly what I'm going to do. You're doing a great job, though. I know this is what you've been trained to do, but I'm just going to let you know right now, as as for me, no, this is what I'm going to do. So you don't have to waste your breath anymore. But, like, if it was practice, I'm just going to you did a, you, you did a fair job. You did a fair job of trying to talk me out of ending my service until you did that i don't know what i would do she said to me what are you gonna do without cable like i don't know what i would do without my cable and uh, that's that's great sarah for you but you know okay that that that's where you lost me so you probably would have needed to use something a little bit different on me like you can't use the cookie cutter approach when you're trying to talk people into staying it still wouldn't have worked but some people i'm sure that that worked on but anyways i say all that to say this that you can get rid of cable and not even miss that shit because you know you're not watching all those channels anyways so sling tv s-l-i-n-g tv is the shit and you find all kind of stuff on there. And then when you want to watch Power, get stars for the season and cut it off. And when you want to watch Insecure, get HBO for the season and cut it off. Um, I do want to watch, um, what's the name of that, that one show on Showtime that I binged on? How come I can't even think of it right now? Okay, I can't think of the name of it. That means I'm not really tripping on that show. But anyways that's how it go save some money take that extra like 60 80 bucks or whatever and throw an account somewhere and save it and if you could do that for like shoot for for six months eight dollars you save 480 dollars and then you and your boo can go and like go somewhere and have you a real nice weekend getaway or something i'm just saying that's that's how we need to be looking at it when we save money on something for real and you're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl Ann Carter and DJ LB. Mm-hmm. 
And it still don't And for real it won't You just gotta cope, yeah Yo, Scotty beats you still in the building, man We gonna honor your life and give them that feeling, man That you gave, what you made, the music We do it, just like we did When we was back at Howard, man Listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast, episode number 23, with your girl Ann Carter and her boo DJ L Boogie. We're going ahead and wrap up this episode. And I want to thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Lounge Radio. And follow me, Mrs. Ann Carter, on Twitter and Instagram at Mrs. Ann Carter. And you can Email us at lounge radio, lounge radio show, <laughs> lounge talk radio show. That's it. Lounge talk radio show at gmail.com. All of these different like um, social medias and emails and all of this stuff is starting to be like passwords to me. Do you ever be like, what password goes to this again? Because you can't really use the same password for everything anymore because different things be requiring different symbols and caps and all of these different things i can't remember all that shit it'd be getting on my nerves i'll type in something a password like over and over until i get locked out of something it's so irritating <laughs> anyways i want to thank you guys for tuning in to us on the lounge talk podcast me and l boogie's about to go in here and leave the lounge and go find something to nibble on and then go kick back and chill and cupcake and and get booed up on this evening so we will holla at you next time and we out
restricts They fuck me in a statistics Lyrical let it go Lateral lecture I put that message on the pedestal And feel it dip Texture vegetables stay potent Words spoken like ointment Cross the open wound Straight moping at the dog station And open open the moon roof Provoking that burn Soaking you learn The mile new to get the mouth new Shed bread to the root Lay it down like big worm Cause the mark will be a mark Regardless cause they got stripes to earn But claim to be the hardest To sharp particle Pull that cord Don't start it Never discard this You can get started Work a twist Go garden boulevard Move with the darkness Buses get eliminated Many had it Plenty waited Don't get disintegrated Ebonics Translated projects Penetrated Pen faded Six credit Dilated School of people Young cats That migrated And got fabulous And found better Heat it repeatedly Steadily at this We spit federally Deadly tactics Heat it repeatedly Ain't no theatrics We spit federally Deadly tactics Time waits for no one All praise to the creators It takes one to know one Peep the angle of a new time Angel chopped up the gabulous I'm quick to arrange the sangle for dangle the kind man The change just happens Don't wonder why it ain't going Our good is karmatic Can't blame it on your pocket Shakes having half Now I swear to our rich boy suicide Cockroaches at the coke spot Never die A fetus is forced fair port So we can start off on the wrong foot It was turbulence with the stork That earth chose to abort Got her waistline back Popping a whole damn At least one fork Hopping on the good foot With your people's damn We can blend and break bread Attack of the shark Two base head Nowadays it take paper To keep a thoroughbred fed Tossing licks can break you Or make you I take that ass to the tenderloin And don't let life get you By the growing and shake you up Showing you what you're not knowing Heat it repeatedly Set up the actors We spit badly Deadly tactics Heat it repeatedly Ain't no theatrics We spit badly Deadly tactics Heat it Respect. Girl. In spite of our yeah, attraction, girl, we never wanted it to serve as a distraction, girl. 
But as I sit beside you, I see it's a brand new season for you and me. The confidant I used to tell my trauma to is now the lady that I want to romantically pursue. But just because we friends don't mean you make it easy. So I prepare for the third degree, she said. You say you love me, and can you do Never bruise, land still cruise, Frank White paid his dues. Ask who's the raw, bet they say Papa Berry. Look forward to me like commissary. Uh, all of a sudden, now everybody big willy, done did it, come with it. Get your head split it, or get your neck split it. Admit it, you overdid it, you shit it. Just ain't got that loud. Go too shine like to dial. Biggie Smalls, Ellis, and how Phrase raise your eyebrow. Uh, by now you figure. Uh, he talking about that nigga, but your weak ass assumptions. Lead led the dumping, IV the pumping. You're feeling something. Catch my trip for catch my forefinger. At least six inches above project fences. Turn meat the minces. Jumps turn to fringes. When I rain out trenches, glitch your park benches. Missed you by pinches. Your talk is senseless. Actor needs chiropractor for crack jaw. Yes, I rocked your chatterbox. Dangerous, you're not. I get 